Hi, Beth. Hey, Beth. Dear Kiki. Dear Kiki. Desperate housewives. She doesn't want to marry you. Love you like I love you. Don't talk to yourself. Cheers, Beth. Cheers. Ill advised. This is ill advised. Hi, Biffs. Hello. Hello and welcome. Welcome to Ill Advice. podcast where two best friends tell you what to do when someone else already has. Like credit. And not credits. <laughs> if you're new to this podcast, credits is my mother. She likes to tell you what to do. I think it's because it almost rhymed. Yeah, sounds the same. And usually I'm going to admit that I plan what I'm going to say. Credits <laughs> could be Reddit. Gretis is worse than Reddit. <laughs> you want psychological advice, stick to Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> that says a lot. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Gretis's advice is based on her opinion. So that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Which is like, okay, but like, do with that what you will. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. How you doing, Bill? Shall we skip you and go to me? How am I doing? <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> oh. I feel like I have an answer to that, but I also feel like I don't. Okay. I'm just going to say that a few months ago, when you asked me that question, I said I was really happy. Like, I like me. I don't know if that rings a bell in your head. Like, I like me. Right now, I don't like me. And that's where I'm at. Oh, Beth. So I'm trying to fix it so that I like, like me you again. You or you don't like where you're at? That's a very big... I'm, I'm at a little bit of both. There's a little bit of internal conflict going on. I won't lie. Okay. Yeah. And and maybe it'll turn out to be one more than the other, you know, with therapy and self-realization and all that other shit. And best friends and wine and... And Gretis, <laughs> as much as I hate to admit it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I'm actually... I, I was thinking about that on the way here where it was, I just, because you know what I'm going through. So I'm like, how am I going to answer that question when she asked me? <laughs> mm. And I'm just going to say that I am desperate to get back to liking me again. So whatever means necessary. Yeah. That's important. Yeah. How are you doing? Well, I like you if that means anything. Oh, thank you. And my daughter loves her Shasha. Oh, I love her. I want to squeeze her um, I'm, I'm good. Yeah? Yeah. I got Are you a, sure? Yeah. I'm currently gathering my ducks. <laughs> so you can line them up? Yes. <laughs> I need to find all my ducks first. Don't touch the ugly one. I can, <laughs> you know, that's the one I'm never going to be able to find. I know, because it's the swan, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, shit. Yeah. I'm just, I'm here. I am living and gathering ducks that's my answer that is a very relatable metaphor yeah. but it's also one of the fucking worst <laughs> like, because i'm thinking about like the whole ugly duckling story and like i'm never gonna find the ugly duck yeah like this whole life is about ugly ducks this life is an ugly duck yeah well if it turns into a swan afterwards then i agree with you I was going to say, we're all just waiting for our swan. I can't even object to that. But can we just fucking cut the bullshit then? Because we're at where we're at and drink yep. wine. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Because this week's wine is a very interesting name. It is. The label, the brand, I don't know if it's the winery, but it says no vinophobia. 
All in one word. All in one word, which is the Latin word for no wine. <laughs> Afraid. The fear of not having one. It's actually not the lat. I'm not giving you misleading information. I'm just talking on my ass. It's a Chardonnay from California, and it is a 2018. Oh, that's good, though. A little vintage, right? Yeah. For many, no venophobia, the fear of running out of wine. Oh, there it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is very real. If you've been faced with surprise house guests or the need for a quick last minute gift, you know the anxiety of an empty wine rack. Those were not my two fears. No. <laughs> not having wine. Mine is not having wine and then looking at my second place and still not having wine. Yeah. <laughs> the fix? An everyday vino with the sass and substance to stand up to any wine-related emergency. Enter No Vinophobia Chardonnay, a handcrafted California classic offering serious palate pleasure to go with its tongue-in-cheek attitude. Mm-hmm. Fear not, your wine is here. This motherfucker better not be overpromising. I was going to say. I'm sold by the description. And I don't read these before I buy them. I judge a book by its cover. <laughs> smells good. Does it? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's got a great nose. Mm-hmm. Oh, it doesn't smell too oaky or too buttery. I like it right in the middle when it comes to Chardonnay. Yeah, I don't like the oaky Chardonnay. Yeah, when it's too oaky, it's like, give just why don't you feed me a tree? Just. Rub a log with this grape and then chew on the log. Okay. <laughs> Just fucking cheese me. <laughs> I hate that I agree with you. <laughs> wow. Wow. Not at all what I expected. I've never had a Chardonnay like this in my life. Ever. I'm going to point out something that I taste because we have no tasting notes. Right. I want you to think about it, but I have a cotton candy. Before you candy. say anything. Oh, you oh, just it's too it. fucking late. <laughs> no, nope. Don't we you know to stop me close. yesterday? We weren't even close, so no. it doesn't matter. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> you know the fruit, it's like a... The wine one? Fruit pudding. Like a, not, I don't not a pudding, like pudding? A, des- a gelatin dessert, but it's like got the nuts and fruits in it, and it's like... I don't know, my family's not white. That's true. Yeah. Okay. It feels very, it's like ambrosia salad. But you know, is that what it is? It's like a puddingy, jello-y. Marshmallow-y? Probably. Oh, I'm literally, like like, I said, I talk out of my ass. I think there's like bits of like cherries and pineapple and. Oh, I don't know. Maybe, I want to say pistachios. Is there a Cool Whip folded into it? Probably. And then I'm going to say, it yes, I have no right. idea what ambrosia salad is. I just know that when I've heard about it, I'm like, no, thank you. Well, while we're trying our second one, I'm going to Google ambrosia salad and okay, see if you that's do that. what I'm thinking Let's of. see if we're... All right. So see if you can taste the cotton candy that I was tasting. Well, if you knew what I was talking about, then I would want to know if you could see what I was tasting also. See, I can't because <laughs> I've never had it. Never? No. I remember the one place that we were together, that they served it. I looked at it and I was like, nope, too white for me. <laughs> like, I don't want to revoke my person of color card. <laughs> yes, it is ambrosia salad that it I'm is? thinking of. Yep. Oh. Creamy fruit salad loaded with pineapple, mandarin oranges, coconut, and miniature marshmallows. Oh. The second this hit my mouth, that is all I thought about. Do you like ambrosia salad? Yes, I do. You do? Well, mm, 
Some of I've them. Heard... Depends on who and how it's made. Okay. Because but... from anyone that's ever talked about it, they hate it. Oh, no. Usually I really do like, like it. it. Yeah. Interesting. There has been a couple that I've tried that I was like, mm. but <laughs> typically I like it. Yeah. Next time you encounter a white people barbecue, let me know and I'll give it a shot. There might be one at my family Christmas party <laughs> this month. Is that a white people barbecue? <laughs> In December? <laughs> the white people family Christmas party that we bring food to. Okay. Just bring some back for me. <laughs> if we have it, I will. Okay. <laughs> Great. So I can... I actually don't know the last time I had it. But yes, I do typically. Like yeah, it. I think we were... Especially with the bits of pineapple in it. We were in our early 20s when I even looked at it. And I was like, what the fuck is that? Mm-hmm. Never heard of it. Well, then you can't know what I'm tasting. Nope. Try to see if you can taste cotton candy, though. Okay. And the aftertaste. Okay. Pineapple. I don't taste I cotton candy anymore. Taste what pineapple. The fuck? I don't know what I'm tasting now. I'm usually good with that. I taste pineapple, which is probably why I'm thinking of the ambrosia oh. salad. Okay. Number three. Oh, I think I'm getting that pineapple. A little nectarine. I was just going to say a mandarin orange. I can taste that too. I think I know what nectarine tastes it's like. It's like, think of like a... It's like a, I don't know if it's a hybrid fruit. I don't think it is, but it's like a peach. But it's like the smoother skinned one. There's no Oh, not furry. the fuzzy. Right. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I don't know how often I've had a nectarine. I'm going to say that I only know the flavor of nectarine because of wine. So <laughs> <laughs> That's actually funny. Right. I don't know. Um, give this a rating. I, I literally thought this was a novelty wine just because of its name. Thought it was going to be like one of those like imposter good wines, mm-hmm. but I liked the name of it, so it I got it. Anyway. Clever name, yeah. Yeah, so I was like, we have no venophobia. Yes, and we suffer it regularly, <laughs> which is stupid. So what's your score? Four and a half. I'm right between four and a half five. Yeah, I, really I want to give like it a five, it. but something's stopping me. I don't know what it is. I think I'm just really going to say five. I yeah. don't think anything's stopping me. I would actively, matter of yeah. fact, I might bring it to my family Christmas party. Do it. I don't remember how much it was, but it was at a grocery store, so it's got to be cheap. And available. And available. <laughs> I think it was a price chopper. Good to know. Hannaford, not Hannaford, price chopper, market 32, that kind of situation. I'll, let, I'll have to let you know. I don't know, know where how... they have these nationwide, but you heard it here first. <laughs> I'll have to let you know how my sister-in-law likes it. She is a wine drinker. Oh. Aaron. I want to get her in a room and I want her. Maybe we should get a couple of these bottles and you can come to my dad's Christmas party. I hope he doesn't hear this episode before then. My, I'm not Christmas. It's, his, that's exactly what I was thinking. And I was like, birthday, how about his birthday retirement party? I don't know. You said he wasn't listening anymore. Have you gotten scolded recently? No. <laughs> so he's not listening anymore. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Um, so. Yeah, yeah, maybe we'll talk. Yes. Oh my god, I've never been more excited for a retirement birthday party in my life. Yes. To have not cotton and candy flavored cotton candy wine. Mandy and everyone else will be up too, so they oh. would love to see you. Yay! Yeah. Well, whatever. It's on my calendar, so I know I'm going to that. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, you never answered me. Oh, I thought I did. No. <laughs> No. I'm going. Yay! No, I'm really excited. <laughs> oh, literally, like it's. I've been like planning out my weekends. I'm like, am I going to go shopping this weekend for? I was Christmas just going to tell you today that that Sunday I'm not going to be able to record because it's the 17th. It's yeah, yeah. But I didn't know. 
Oh, I know. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, no, it's on my list. Yay. I know. And you know that shit gives me anxiety, but I'm going anyway. My family gives me anxiety? I don't know how much of your family's going. I know enough of your family. Literally just immediate. Oh, really? Hopefully, like Uncle Bob and Uncle G. Oh, well, then I'm good. But other than that, it's... I was thinking a whole extended... No, no, no. Like, oh. No, it's just literally all of our immediate family. I'm bringing the nice camera so I can take a family picture of you guys. Yes, because all the kids are going to be together oh, for that's the first gonna be time awesome. in forever. And we'll have to stock up on Novenophobia. I suppose we will have to. Novenophobia has inspired a lot of conversations, so let's let it fuel. <laughs> <laughs> let's continue the conversation. Let's let with... it fuel our discussion this week, shall we? Yeah. I have questions. Actually, I have opinions. I don't know. I have somebody's wants to hear from us, but they don't. Yes. Yeah? Sure. Thank you. How about Reddit, am I the asshole? Yes. Admittedly, when I was on my way here, I was like, I don't feel like looking for questions. I don't feel like looking to see who we've done most recently. I was going to say, it is becoming more challenging. It is. And I think it's because we've become more critical about it. Because when we first started, we're like, I found a column. <laughs> you know? It's true. Because and we, just we read had what nothing was on to that like, whole... base it off of. Yeah. And now we've got stats and shit. Now you guys like, ruined this us. This is not... <laughs> Nobody's going to care about this question. No one gives a flying fuck about whether... But that's the the stupid thing is that when we do finally pick those questions, we're like, this is the best fucking question ever. So um, all that to say is we went with Reddit's Am I the Asshole because it's my week to read and I just don't... I can't do it. I don't have it in me. I'm at where I'm at. And if you want to meet me there, congratulations. We're going to get along just fine. Bring the wine bring no phenophobia this is so fucking good it is really really good this first one is am i the asshole for telling my brother the reason his kid is bullied and unpopular is due to him this one is from three days ago well i felt that in my chest i felt it in my stomach i was like wait no Am I burping? No, no, no. It was I'm me. I'm watching you burp. <laughs> I'm a ventriloquist. <laughs> I mean, I know. I can't. Oh, I love how funny I am when I think I'm funny. the burp in the recording. I'm leaving so. this whole thing in here. <laughs> it's, so it's, it's too much. All right. My brother is the type of person who decides to be their true self without anyone's opinions. He expresses this with a ton of clothes. He will wear outrageous stuff often, and his job is online, so he wears his clothes often. This is missing a lot of periods, commas, train of thought. (laughs) Think Lady Gaga type of clothes. One day he is in a dress, and the next he is wearing a skin suit. (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) Okay. This wasn't a problem until recently, when he started to drop off his son for carpool. My daughter goes to the same school, and I used to drive both of them. Ever since he started to do this, he just embarrassed his kid. My daughter refuses to carpool with him and wakes up early for the bus. Now, what I got from my daughter is he is known as the kid with the weird dad and bullied for it. She also informed me that she will not be helping him since she doesn't want it coming on to her since it's her uncle. I'm a little disappointed she won't stand up for them, but I also don't blame her for not wanting to get involved. It was bad today, and my brother called me ranting that my daughter should stand up for him. 
I told him the reason his kid is being bullied is due to him and he needs to send him on the bus or stop embarrassing him. He's pissed I blamed him and being against his artistic freedom. He thinks I'm a huge jerk. That's it. I like this question. I love this question. Yeah. Because this is already so layered. Yeah. Go Biff. I don't even know what to tackle first. What do you mean? Not what do you mean, but where are you? First, my answer is you're not the asshole. I do not think you're wrong in telling, who is it? The brother? The brother. That that's like the stem of, that's what the child is being bullied over. Yep. And not anything else. Mm -hmm. I was torn between the cousin, the writer's daughter, is it? Yes. Who isn't defending the other child yes who's who's what so it's brothers so that's the impression that i got so i guess for the purposes of answering this we'll say brothers okay and one has a daughter one has a son one has a son one has a daughter but son is being bullied we're just doing this for simplicity just to address it in a simple way yeah so So one has a son one has a daughter and one is more liberated with their wardrobe which the son is being bullied for. Yes. And, and then so the cousin, the sis, the daughter of the other one. Oh, I was like, what cousin? <laughs> but yes, they are cousins. Yes. Yes. Her, his cousin. Doesn't is, want to defend him because she doesn't want to start getting to bullied herself. Also. Right. Yeah. So I'm, that's where I, I'm not torn. It's just my instincts. Yeah. I don't care. Who, what, when, where, why? That's my if family. If you're my family, yeah. Mm, but I, I'm, I, I want to understand that not everyone is me. Yeah. <laughs> you know so, what I mean? I want to understand the fear of no, because then they'll just aim it at me. Right. I'm thinking about the dynamic. So if, but that makes the boy cousin feel really shitty. It does make him feel like you're too embarrassed to defend me. Yeah. Not only am I being bullied, but now my own family is can't even defend me. Mm -hmm. When none of this has anything to do with me, by the by. BT exactly. Like Yeah, I don't I don't blame the cousin for the reasons for her abstaining from defending her cousin. Her fear, yeah. Because those are that's valid fear. You know, especially if she's in like on neutral ground, like, I don't know, at school drop-offs, I'm, I don't, I don't know what level that they're at, but like, just think high school. Like if you're on neutral ground, you're yeah, safe. Thinking like middle school, high school. But like, let's just think about it worst case scenario, because there is nothing worse than high school in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's when clicks form. That's when you're part of a group or you're not. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, I'm thinking about it that way. And then that dynamic of, like, you know, being bullied and being defended by your family. Actually, I'm going to cross that out because I I forgot exactly where I was going with it. If I remember, I'll put it in there. So here's my question to you. Mm -hmm. As the father of the daughter Mm -hmm. who's not defending, how do you approach that? Because me, I'm like, 
listen, that's your family. I don't care. Mm-hmm. But then also validating your child yeah, and their feelings and fears. And So I think that's where I was going with that little bit of information that I forgot was that dynamic where it's like, you know, you can tell your daughter that family is important and that you need to defend them. But what she does is ultimately going to be her decision. And what she's comfortable with, we kind of have to respect because this isn't, I'm not going to even articulate that because it is sensitive altogether because it's family. It is just family. It is what it is. But as the father, what would I do? I would probably sit my daughter down and let her know it's important to be there for family but kind of respect where she's at. We don't all have that instinct to defend family. What am I going to say? Go get suspended for your, you know what I mean? For your cousin. Fuck yeah, doggy. How do you, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't I know, know how I, I would... know. It, I know. I want to say that because I want to respect, I want her to have her individuality and have her beliefs, but I also want her to honor family. So I don't know about that, but, back to the question is he the asshole for telling his son or for telling his brother that that's why his son's being bullied absolutely not i don't think so either especially if he's putting that responsibility and expectation right. on, the, on the daughter on talk about zero self-awareness yeah not only am i the core reason of this bullying mm-hmm. bullying but now i'm also yeah, well, your daughter is an asshole because she's not defending my kid who's being bullied because of me. No. That's... Sh- saying shifting the blame might put me on a fucking pyre. Like, I'm just light it. I'm at the point in life where I'm ready to go down anyway. I'm all for self-expression, but never, ever at the expense of your children. Never. You don't have to wear a bodysuit to drop your kid off to school. Mm-hmm. You just don't have to. I don't care who you are, what your job is, what your feelings are. If your child that you are aware of is being bullied, it is your fucking job as a parent to parent. Mm-hmm. I didn't even get that far. And if you can f- solve the problem by putting on a fucking sweatshirt and sweatpants when you drop off or pick up your kid, then that's what you fucking need to do. Period. Now you're making your kid suffer because you want to be your, what did he say? His quote to his brother about the artistic thing. Was that a quote to his brother? I think it was towards the end. That's what he responded back to his brother when his brother said, that it was your fault. And he said, now he's mad at me and saying, I think it was like right at the end. He's pissed I blame him and being against his artistic freedom. Yeah, that's ignorance. A part of me is with you. The part of me that's not with you is also with you. <laughs> okay. Thank you for saving yourself. <laughs> it's it's, it's actually not. Yeah, it's not that. It's artistic freedom. We make choices in life. I am all for you dressing the way you want to dress, identifying how you want to identify, whatever makes you you, 100% full steam ahead. Mm -hmm. I think there's a responsibility that comes with that. And that responsibility is knowing that you are going to face obstacles in a world that isn't so accepting, period. period. It doesn't matter if you're identifying as gay, straight, 
non-binary, he, she, it doesn't matter. If you're identifying contrary to what the norm is, quote unquote norm is, Mm -hmm. what you're doing is you're accepting or what you need to be ready for is to accept that responsibility. It's a big deal. Yeah. It's a big deal. It was a big deal for you to get there and it's a big deal for people to accept it. And some people don't want to. Right. And I think that's, I mean, maybe I'm speaking for myself as a a gay Latino, you know, I feel like gay in general isn't like, you know, popular, but a Mm -hmm. gay Latino, it's like against all odds. Mm. Like I'm not telling mommy where I can put it, you know? (laughs) Right. So I've accepted that I'm going to kiss my partner in public and maybe something's going to happen. Right. You know, I know, I know what I feel is right. So that's, I think that's where this person should be at. There is nothing that says that it's the responsibility of your brother or his daughter to feel to look out for your child, circumvent the bullying because you want to wear bodysuits. So here's my thing: it's, it's responsibility. Like, if I'm covered head to toe in tattoos, mm-hmm. and I have a really great job interview mm-hmm. coming up, I'm not going into there with the mindset that this is me. I mm-hmm. should be able to have tattoos head to toe if I want mm-hmm. to. It has nothing to do with my resume and this and that, which it doesn't. Mm-hmm. But reality is... It, listen, I just want you to remember you're talking to an HR person. So maybe this might not be <laughs> the best example, but I'm going to try to follow you. But I'm saying I'm going. I'm just going to be more presentable than my typical day-to-day mm-hmm. things. But being covered I'm, head to toe with tattoos, how I'm are you? I'm saying I'm going to... Be more conscious of, mm-hmm. I'm going to wear a button-up shirt versus my V-neck because I have chest tattoos and oh. just to be more presentable. Okay. Instead of being like, I'm going to wear what I want to wear. If he can see my tattoos everywhere and doesn't pick me, that's his, you know, mm-hmm. that's the wrong mindset. The mindset is I'm going to present myself for the job or for the opportunity that I want. Instead of being like, they need to accept and choose me because I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to put on a suit or something nice for this job interview. Mm-hmm. They need to choose me anyways. And that's my mindset. Okay. My mindset is I'm going to dress for success. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be more presentable. I'm not going to wear my day-to-day things. I'm going to be more conscious of my appearance for the sake of this professional job interview Mm -hmm. and so as a parent you can't have the mindset that i'm artistic or whatever this is my and and fuck the outcome of it Mm -hmm. that's on you know someone else yes have your freedom have your whatever you want but when your child is actively being bullied because Mm -hmm. of your decisions you're wrong and it's okay to teach your kid to hey we get to wear what we want and do what we want and be who we want. Mm-hmm. But as a parent, I'm going to put a sweatshirt on when I drop you off. Just like I'm going to put a suit on when I go for the job interview that I want. Because yeah. that's just life. To me, if my kid's I, I, being agree, bullied I agree. And I, can, I agree and I with can that part. Solve it, if I can solve that's it my as job. a parent, I feel like I'm going to solve it. Right. I agree with Instead that. Instead of having I the just, mindset of, no, the world needs to bend to me. Right, 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 right. Well, I'm actually just taking it by the circumstance. 
personally, because I like, I like the way that you were able to illustrate what you were thinking. And I appreciate that. I being that consummate professional that I am, I'm like, no, this is a DEI world. This is an equitable world. This is where we're moving to. And so I have to separate that and I have to put my parent hat on. So I can't use your job one because to me, that's like a form of discrimination. I just meant the mindset. But that mindset, my mindset as a parent. Is I want to be. But that mindset as a parent. I want this job. I'm going like, to. If I have the power to spare you pain. Kid, yeah. And I'm not just because of my freedom. Do I sacrifice myself? Of, uh, I would. You would. Mm-hmm. Is that right or wrong? You know, our job as parents, but is I think to our job as parents is to protect, to raise, to all yeah. aspects. My job as your mother is to create, to help you get through life, yeah, and be successful or whatever. Yeah, I, and if I, I'm hindering that because mm-hmm. I like to wear body suits because that's my personal right and freedom to do, I'm a I'm making a choice. I'm selfish. I'm a choice, yeah. I don't care about you. I care about me. Yeah. This is me. This is who I am. This is what I like. This is my creative. I want to go for the record that I hate that I see your perspective because I wish the world were more compassionate. We wouldn't, this kid wouldn't be bullied. I know. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. But my answer solely based on the fact that you are the father, the parent you're wrong for not if you can solve something for your child in this context it's your fucking actual responsibility to do so so is the brother who wrote the question the asshole no no, no, for saying that this is why he's being bullied no because if because if the other dad doesn't know that already Mm -hmm. then that just tells you a lot more that feels very like self-absorbed i'm wondering if he just didn't like the son didn't tell him you know maybe Maybe I'm splitting hairs. The son's like, I want to be proud of my dad. I'm conflicted. I don't know what to tell. I don't want to tell my dad. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to hurt his feelings. Whatever. Kids. Because I I love my dad and I love that he Kids take the blame on for themselves. And it's very common. Yeah. Just, yeah. I think the other dad is the asshole and not the writer. Based on the question alone, I think the dad is the asshole. I don't think the writer is the asshole. And I just want to say that without delving too deep into it on my perspective, like that you wouldn't consider that being an issue, you know, might be a problem. Yeah. It, whether we like it or not, our, what we do as parents affect our children. Absolutely. You know? And, Absolutely. and maybe you're trying to instill values in your children. Give them a choice to decide how they want to deal with it, maybe? Yeah. Maybe? Yeah. Depending on how young they are, how old, and their competencies to kind of carry out their own wants and needs. But just think how shitty that kid feels that his dad is yeah, like. If it's a younger child, then. Oh, I don't care. It's my right to dress how I want to dress. This is my freedom, which, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm not even going to put a sweatshirt on when I drop you off. Yeah. And now you're being bullied and yeah, going the, through The shit. question is consideration for your child and being having the power to control, you know, but do you it's take like that back? Duty. And that's the other part. Like, can you take that back by just starting to wear a sweatshirt? You know what I mean? If if for no other reason other than now your child feels like, okay, mm-hmm. my dad cares about me enough mm-hmm. to do this, whether it stops the bullying or not, I mm-hmm. still feel loved and important to my dad. Yeah. This is like one of those double human rights things where it's like, 
we're a champion for you, we're a champion for you, but your causes are interlocked and whose job is it to care for the other? <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? And it's just, it's a hard, a hard place to be. To answer the question, you are not an asshole. Right. Agreement? Great. Okay. Well, it looks like the consensus is not the asshole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Dying for the comments. Here's a, I'm going to share, just for the sake of time, I'm going to share two or three. Not the asshole. It's not ideal that he can't wear whatever he wants without people making fun of his kid. But that's the world we live in. If he's not willing to do something to stop what's happening, then he is a failure of a parent. Agreed. Oh, a failure? Yep. That's your number one duty is your child. Yeah, but I think that like in all if you fairness, can't sometimes but I think sometimes you need to that be that something I'm doing is hurting mm-hmm. and affecting my kid mm-hmm. and I'm doing nothing to change that. Mm-hmm. You are a failure. Well, so I I don't the only reason I'm I'm kind of on the fence about it is because the brother who wrote the question did not say anything specific about his brother objecting to it or not. He yeah, just said, he said he's mad at him now and and going against oh, his artistic yep, expression. You are right. You're right. You're right. That last line just keeps eluding me. <laughs> um, you're I right. I agree with that, that comment. Yeah, but I, I want to have faith in another person, even someone so progressive as someone who can dress, a man who can put wear dresses and be comfortable with himself, to be like, okay, there's going to be a point where I get over my pride and realize that my child comes first. I wouldn't call them a failure, only because I know that... If you're actively actively mm-hmm. not doing something for the betterment of your child that you are aware of mm-hmm. you are not doing your job something you are aware of yeah i and you're I actively choosing not to do anything mm-hmm. for the sake of yourself mm-hmm. you are failing yeah as a parent yeah i'm not disagreeing with that i just well i just don't think it's a failure moment i think it's Sometimes people need something to push them or to make them realize that their actions are impacting others. Of course, like your brother telling yeah. you, this is why your kid's being and, and that's just kind of like, I'm just saying in, in the long term, like I'm not necessarily disagreeing with it. I just mean like he's encountered a moment. He's going to, he's in a denial phase or maybe he isn't. But if he is like, maybe he'll come to terms with it and be like, okay. Yeah, we can hope. Yeah. I just, I don't think, I think it's hard to just say based on the story alone, like you're a failure. I don't think you're failing as a parent. Parenting is trial and error. There is no right or wrong. So I think failure is harsh. That's my only response to that. Um, All he needs to do is throw on a hoodie or something or just have the kid take the bus. Just stop giving them free ammo. That I agree with. Yeah, that's what I said. Just throw a sweatshirt on when you drop your kid off. Not the asshole. I agree. Bullies are shitbags, but sounds like your brother doesn't care. He's the one giving them fuel to terrorize his son. However, I doubt this is the only thing he's being bullied over. Absent of any other proof, I disagree with that last line. I disagree because we were high school kids. (laughs) (laughs) So we know it takes nothing to bully you. Yes. Um, Actually, I want to read this response to that question just based on the first line alone i'm having a hard time with this one my dad was way more embarrassed than what this guy is describing by a large margin 
both in behavior and attire. Among other things, my dad loved clowns. I hope there's context. There's more. I'm forever grateful to him because he taught me to do what makes you happy and not give a fuck about what anybody else thinks. Bullies pick the easiest target. Conforming is the easiest way not to be an easy target. But there are other ways. Not giving a fuck, having a quick wit, being good at something, being attractive, being stronger, having a support system. That's it. And I'm sorry I read that to you because I don't know where this is going. Okay. I think it just Yeah, because I, I think I'm just having a that. hard time with this one. Should have been enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know that I disagreed with it. I I just didn't well, we understand can't it. Force a child to be somebody who's not afraid of confrontation or not afraid of sure, pick on me. I don't give a shit. Yeah. You know my so mantra for this year that, I, that I'm pretty sure is gonna carry into twenty twenty four is meeting people where they're at. That should be a lifelong mantra. including your kids. Including your kids. Next. Yep. Can't that that one's a little painful because we're like I don't, I don't know it just the balancing who you are and balancing your children like each one of those on their own is hard enough but when those worlds merge I feel like it should be straightforward. There is no question; it's your right? child, right? And then it's like, but how do you honor both sides of that by loving I, your kid first? <laughs> Next one's also from three days ago. Am I the asshole for asking my college classmate about her pubic hair? Oh my God. Beth, we've talked about this on this podcast before. But was, maybe you would like to I refresh. I was brought back to two specific times in my life. There's more than one? There is. I only know about one. Bleep this out, but we pulled out the rug from under her when... <laughs> Can't say that when we're talking about pubic hair. So for the purposes of this podcast, so yes, let's talk about times the one in high school. The one that I know you know I'm thinking about. Somebody's pubic hairs came up in topic. Uh-huh. And actually you've apologized to I did one years of later, them. yes. Yeah. Yeah. The redheads. <laughs> I was in class with two redheads. To the curtain to the and what I, is it? Curtain. The drapes match. The carpet matched the drapes. That's yes. what it is. And I asked out loud in front of the whole class mm-hmm. when there was two redheads in that class. And you had targeted one in particular. I was asking one, yeah. Okay. And simultaneously, one answered yes, one answered no. The one I was specifically addressing answered no. Mm-hmm. While the other one shouted loud That's and clear. Bullshit. Yes, they do. <laughs> And unfortunately, the one I was asking turned as red as her hair and or pubic hair. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And that time, I can honestly say I I was, you know, I was a shitbag in high school. But that time was just my sheer curiosity. And you know me. If I Mm -hmm. have a question, I am asking. Asking it. Yeah. I will apologize later every time if I have to. And I will even apologize while I'm asking. But you will. I that's literally what I was just thinking you. about. You will apologize while you're asking. In fact, you'll even ask if it's okay if you ask a question. I will say, I'm so sorry if this question is wrong for asking you, but I fucking have to ask you. Yeah. And that was one of those moments. Mm-hmm. And it just was, yeah. So I'm curious where you go with this one. Ready? Yeah. If this is the same question. 
So last weekend at college, my roommate invited a bunch of people into a dorm, into our dorm, a mix of girls and guys, and we were all drinking. And somehow the conversation got to a point where one of the girls, in parentheses, who I know were not close friends, but we definitely had a friendly acquaintanceship, acquaintance relationship, at least until this incident, asked if I was circumcised. Oh, okay. In my mind, already leveling the playing field. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. I felt the question was invasive and personal, so I responded, what's your pubic hair situation? Trying to give her a taste of her own medicine so that she would know, she would see how it feels to be asked an invasive question about your private area. In parentheses, and my question was less personal than hers. It was about a styling decision, which is done on your own volition and easily changeable as opposed to something you have no say in and have no way to change. And hopefully realize she had overstepped the line, but instead she just blushed and ran out of the dorm room. Now my roommate is mad at me and wants me to apologize to her, but I don't think I did anything wrong here. If she doesn't like having me ask her questions about her private area, she shouldn't be asking questions about mine. Was I in the wrong here? Uh, My instinct is no. But as my brain catches up to my instincts... Fuck you, brain. (laughs) Every time. Every time. Every time. Um, (sighs) There's a more constructive response to that. But I see how you got there. Yes. But I wish you had told me what color her hair were. (laughs) I was waiting for one of the girls were a red. That's why I'm so sorry to put you on the spot, but you've told this story before on the episode. On an episode, I think it might be in one of our best ofs, to be honest with you. (laughs) But like that. I hope they don't listen so they have to relive (laughs) that. Please don't listen to us. We hate audiences. (laughs) And, And so I'm thinking like, That's exactly what I thought about when I read that question. Yes. That was why I said if it's even the same as my story. Not necessarily your situation, but but I was thinking like... Part of it. Yep. Do the carpets match the drapes? I'm thinking of the situation as like, I'm your buddy. I was there sitting on the bed Mm -hmm. when this happened and she ran out. I'm not going to call you an asshole. I'm going to laugh and probably not say anything else. I'm not going to tell you you were right or wrong. I'm going to chuckle and that's it. That resonates with me so hard. Yeah. And I'm not going to tell you why because I'm too busy chuckling. (laughs) Right. (laughs) This feels like college. And not to excuse. That's what I'm saying. As a college student sitting on the bed, you're my friend. Yeah. I heard you say this. I saw the girl turn red and run out. Yeah. She wanted to know if I was circumcised or not. So which, I asked her. For what reason? I wonder. So she it's might have wanted like, to bang them, but only maybe. prefers one or the other. Yeah. It's probably true. I mean, and she probably felt embarrassed and ran away, realizing that she didn't need to ask that question or it wasn't appropriate. It also didn't matter and just booked it. I feel like there's more to this story, though. I'm not going to lie. I don't. I don't. I think that's exactly what went down. Yeah. Probably in that order. I feel like there might be a little bit more to it. I don't. Like before she asked about. You got to assume they were drinking and or drunk. Well, they were. That's what they said. There was booze flowing. Oh, I yeah. completely missed that part out. I was 
I'm glad you did because now we're on an even playing field. My answer doesn't change. And I can change. ask you about your pubic hair. <laughs> My answer doesn't change. I'm still not going to tell you you were right or wrong. Even if I thought you were yeah, wrong, I'm not going to say anything. Say you're a dickhead for yeah, that. we're neutral. No pun intended. <laughs> we're neutral. <laughs> That's my instinct is uh, listen, we're on the same exact thought train. Yeah, it's but like that a just mm-hmm. that just reminded me like maybe 15 years ago, there was that roast of Pamela Anderson on Comedy Central, and Sarah Silverman got on stage to roast Pamela Anderson, and she's like, You can always tell a woman's hair color by the color of her pubic hair, and she went by jennifer anderson's dressing room and got a peek and she can confirm that jennifer anderson nope that jennifer anderson's real hair color is bald <laughs> and that's all i could think about <laughs> pamela anderson you meant to say i said anderson the whole time or said jennifer say, anderson i need to get a new life can i retell that story sure. <laughs> no it's worth it we're okay. keeping it <laughs> Also, I know who you meant, so. Oh, my God. Why? I don't know. You so, went Pamela, from Pamela. You went from Pamela Anderson to Jennifer, to Jennifer Aniston. Oh, I did. Aniston to Jennifer Anderson. Oh. So, and Jennifer Aniston had nothing to do with this still has half in it. Can you see my wine glass? I know that we pre-gamed a little bit, but this still Just has half in clarification, it. clarification, Jennifer Aniston. Aniston had nothing to do with nothing this. Nothing to do with it. Okay. It so was all Pamela, Pamela Anderson. It was Tommy Lee. It was the snake charmer. If you saw that video, because I sure as hell did. <laughs> That's right. Good for you, Pamela Anderson. <laughs> Not Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Anderson. Or Jennifer Anderson. It's <laughs> actually really funny. I thought they were they were both involved. <laughs> Because you said both names and then completed with Jennifer Anderson. I feel like I should be embarrassed, but I'm not. You shouldn't be. I feel like I should be because I feel like that is my default. Responses? Yeah, we were on the same page, so. Oh, yeah. We're we're just not fucking opening our mouths. Right. We know what we feel. We know what we should feel. Even if I think you might be the asshole, it's funny, so I'm not going to judge you. (laughs) That's I'm not judging you. I'm just going to sit here and watch this play out. Yep. Yeah. And chuckle while I drink this drink. This drink. Not the asshole, although I am assuming her question was out of context. You could have easily embarrassed her without shooting back like that. A simple, I don't think that's any of your business, would have had a much bigger effect as she wouldn't have had anything to try to turn herself into a victim with. I don't agree. See... That's the part. Uh, that's why I was like, I feel like your response could have been more constructive, but also this was worth the entertainment value. You did not go out of your way to like hurt somebody. I don't think you went out of your way to so, hurt someone. So yes, therefore, this isn't on you. Now that resonates. Which is why I'm not going to condemn or condone. But does intent? So I hear this a lot. Um, and this is a genuine question. It's it's more about me trying to understand. We talk a lot about in um, in therapy and even the psychology 101 on all of these Facebook, social media, Instagram posts, mm. all of this, about how like intent doesn't need to match the outcome. It's the result that really matters. Although I have encountered situations myself where it's like, Intent here really does matter. Is there like in a formula? Law, intent is like what? 
in the court of law, mm-hmm. intent is like the make or break. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking less about where there's like stringent guidelines and more yeah. about where it comes to I guess psychology never, and respecting other people. I guess I'm not following that statement. Intent doesn't, it doesn't matter. So I didn't mean to offend you, for example. Like I said something thinking that we were having a mutual conversation. I said something that offended you. And my intent wasn't to offend you, but I did. Right. So which one? I'm taking a video of this because I'm going full circle without doing this. Okay, because my brain's doing what your arm's doing. Okay, this. (laughs) Where the intent doesn't match. Where it's like, I'm not responsible for how you received my comment or statement or yes but like i also still offended you like i'm not allowed to invalidate your feelings that type of does that make sense you're feeling away i made you feel so this that's way. a i'm sorry you feel that way not an i'm sorry i made you feel that way because one right one says ownership and one doesn't well that's right that's my mm-hmm. point it's like a if I'm trying to communicate something to you mm-hmm. that you took how you took mm-hmm. and my intent was not malicious, mm-hmm. yet you still were hurt. Mm-hmm. That's a little bit of a, I'm sorry you feel that way. Interesting. That was not my intention. I'm sorry you felt feel that way about it. Interesting. I guess I never thought of it that way. I'm just going by what? Mostly what I've been through in therapy where it's like, you didn't intend it, but that person still felt away. But it makes sense what you're saying too. Right. But that's also very... We can't control That's also like people... fucking offensive. If someone told me, I'm sorry, you feel that way. I'd be like, go fuck yourself. Well, exactly. <laughs> so... It's like, I can't control how you receive something. Right. You can only receive it to where you are at. Mm-hmm. So if you're not somebody who can take criticism if you're not Mm -hmm. somebody who can take ownership if you can't take feedback Mm -hmm. anything i say is going to offend you or hurt Mm -hmm. you and that's not necessarily my issue or fault so is it more situational so it's circumstantial i wasn't trying to hurt you but i'm sorry that you still got hurt you know what i mean like i'm not responsible for you feeling hurt because of what i said or Mm -hmm. did when my intent was not to hurt you. Yeah, both sides are totally resonating with me. And I'm just, I'm a Libra and the scales are balanced. And I'm just going to sit here and be like, when you're ready to apologize to me <laughs> for something I said to you. <laughs> right. We're going to be all set. I'm sorry you feel that way. <laughs> oh, next response. Yeah. I'm a total bitch. Big old cunt. I've literally in 40 plus years of life never witnessed someone running out of a room because they were sad, hurt, embarrassed, etc. Yet it happens in every am I the asshole story. So I guess that one didn't take a response. Okay. <laughs> didn't take a side. I guess we don't read enough am it's, I the asshole stories. Because I, this is at least not on Reddit. I, right. She was out of line, so you don't owe her an apology. It would be better if you say something like, did you mean to say that out loud? Or did you mean to be rude? <laughs> yeah. That's well, the that's other, why I another said. Another part I'm of me like, is like, are you meeting her pettiness with pettiness? Or are you being constructive about it? But 
also understanding. But we don't, I don't feel like it's our, always our job or responsibility to, you know? Yeah. Um, but I'm also wondering if like. If that was a guy who said that to a girl. Mm-hmm. Are you, do you go hair or be full? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Would be crucifying him. That's true. That's true. You're, yeah, you're right. And this is a very odd perspective. <laughs> this is a backwards yeah. perspective, but you're right. If he was the one who walked up to her and was like, what's your pubic situation down there? Your pubic hair situation mm-hmm. down there. It's He'd be the asshole. You're right. Like, ew, you're fucking disgusting. And she wouldn't for saying, are you circumcised or not? Exactly. They would have been like, ooh, like, yeah. you know? He'd have a whole posse behind him and he wouldn't be writing in. No. Because men. But since it was the girl first who brought up something and he... I mean, it wasn't a terrible <laughs> comeback. Listen, that's why I said I'm sitting right next to you. That's why I said I'm We're not in someone's a word. dorm room. I'm, just, I'm not telling you you're right or wrong. We're in someone's dorm I'm room. I'm sitting on that bed drink. right next to you, and this jungle juice tastes really good right now. Exactly. Well, I'm not going to read any more of this because I am done being conflicted more Did than I already am. Read the yes, not the asshole, not the asshole, not the asshole. Okay, I agree. Yeah, I don't think you're an asshole. <laughs> I think she's an asshole. Yeah. Without any other context. With or without intent. Right. Without any other context. Like if she was hitting on him and there was If she was, was like, drunk and she was like, oh yeah, like. And he's, and he's entertaining like sexual innuendo and favors. Like, and But if it was like what I did like literally to my redheaded classmates, just like had a thought, said it out loud in the middle of so you were the class. asshole? Yes. That's why I apologized after high school. I'm like, listen, I'm fucking sorry. I was a piece of shit in high school. Well, I'd, I'd love to keep going on this one. We could too. Because I'd love to. We only got two questions. I'd love to hear you self-deprecate like I do. So we're on an even deprecate. Play. I know. I fucking hate um, that word. But. Because we're on a time constraint over here and we're just trying to bring you episodes because we're good like that and we love you, I'm going to have to say that. We don't care about your pubic hair. We don't care about your pubic hair. This is not a pubic situation. (laughs) But send us your pubic hair and your (laughs) circumcision results. We won't judge you. We won't. We're just going to be here salivating one way or the other. Yes, I said it for dramatic effect. Send us your questions, your comments, all your concerns instead. That is a concern. I'm writing to the advised. (laughs) To illadvisedpodcast at gmail.com. Also on your social medias, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at illadvisedthepodcast. You're beautiful. You're wonderful. Everything about you is absolutely spectacular. Even your pubic situation. And remember that your meat suit has consequences for others. And thank you for listening. You've been ill-advised. Ill-Advised is hosted and produced by Stephanie and Ray. A.K.A. your Beths. Send us your questions, your comments, all of your concerns. And your drink recommendations. To illadvisedpodcast at gmail.com. You can catch up on all of our episodes and our show notes at illadvisedpodcast.com. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at illadvisedthepodcast. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you listen. You've been ill-advised. Ill-advised.